Hey, Welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Daniel. Daniel, how Hola. you doing? I'm doing great. How about That's you? Good, good. good. Uh, we haven't done this in a bit, but what are you playing? What are you watching? Uh, really, only been playing uh, Call of Duty because mm-hmm. uh, I don't really have no time right now. And then I seen that Netflix movie with uh, Jason Momoa, the Aquaman. Uh, he uh, he was in the movie Sweet Girl. Which was a really good movie, and you need to check it out. I will. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good things about that, so I will check that out. Anything with Jason Momoa is going to be decent, at least. Yeah. Uh, Myself, I have been watching, like, we have a lot of shows coming back in September, so I've been watching, like, uh, What We Do in the Shadows, which is excellent. Uh, Squeaks is finally watching that, so I'm happy with that. We have Lower Decks and What If, uh, and then a bunch coming up later on this month. So we're all watching a lot of stuff. Um, Playing, not a whole lot. Just been kind of busy, but... Scott got Pokemon, so now I'm kind of getting back at Pokemon, catching the things he'll need. So he needs an Abra or whatever. So mm. I'm catching an Abra for him right now. Um, awesome. But yeah, mostly mostly back at the Pokemon. And Hades still. I'm still trying to beat Hades. at pain in the ass. <laughs> He's kicking mm-hmm. my butt. Last night I was like, well, I should be doing schoolwork, but let me go ahead and do a run on Hades. <laughs> and then, of course, I just get tore up by him. Um, okay, let's go ahead and get into our question of the week. What two Disney princesses would make the best tag team partners in wrestling? All right, so it's the WWE. We're talking cage match, Disney princess style. Who do you got? Okay, I got two. I got two. I had to do two because I was like, okay. started thinking outside the box. You know what I'm saying? That's what we want. Yeah. Okay, so I was thinking Elsa, Frozen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Ariel, if she was able to get the trident. Oh, man. And you get like the water that, oh, man, that's a good idea. Like, I was thinking like that would be a good ass combo because she could definitely control the seas, control the, the fish and stuff like that. And then Elsa just freezing everything. Just, yeah. And then if she was able to get a trident. And then um, I was thinking maybe Elsa and Mulan. Yes. People, yeah. people say Mulan's not really a princess, but technically she is. So she's my princess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking like Mulan for sure and Elsa. That'd be good. Like, she'll get the close range and then also just yeah. shooting in the back. Yeah, she's like sniping with those ice lances. Yeah. Like Jaina Proudmore. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's kind of OP now that I'm thinking about it. I totally forgot about her. She's like a strong thing. Um, okay, so I've got Rapunzel with the long hair. That seems like a really mm-hmm. good tool. And she uses it as a weapon a lot. Um, and then I'm thinking Jasmine because she's like really good at the parkour. Um, uh, if you look at like the Aladdin sequels or the Aladdin series, she has just as much agility as Aladdin does. So... Like, you've got them basically just jumping and hopping around all over the stadium. It would be really hard to keep them pinned down. And then I could see, like, some, like, crazy Rapunzel off the top suplex, Mm -hmm. you know, slamming down. That'd be pretty dope. Um, Yeah, like, uh, Jasmine and Mulan would be a good combo, too. Just, like, getting in there, fighting. Or even, I was, I was, I wanted to add uh, the princess from uh, Brave, just sniping people with a bow. (laughs) (laughs) How many bows are allowed <laughs> in WWE? Let's change uh, those rules. Come on, McMahon. Oh, he tied. All right. Well, I want to see this now. So make it happen, Disney. <laughs> All right. Uh, this episode is brought to you guys by our patrons. Thank you guys very much. And Cephalopod users. Uh, okay. And then we're moving on to the news of the week. Daniel, did you get a chance to watch that Matrix trailer? I did. I've seen it like twice. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that thing? I'm super excited but i'm really confused okay because i believe uh trinity mm-hmm. died in the reloaded one well i believe we had a reset if i'm not mistaken so, so he so he took one of the like pills and that's well i think he's gonna take a pill again i think like okay so again guys what we're gonna do so just a heads up before this thing comes out we're gonna rewatch the first matrix and try to like we'll have an episode yeah. just dedicated on like spitting out theories um but from my like 10 years of <laughs> memory i think neo might have sacrificed himself to prevent the reset but normally like everything resets every time and then there's a new neo i mean it's still keanu yeah. reeves being neo but it resets and because he's like he's like a remainder in an in, in division he doesn't quite fit in right um and so I think everything is re- reset, and I think Neo, because he sacrificed himself, maybe is still yeah. remembering pre-reset stuff. But Trinity and all those should be reset. So even though they died, everybody who died should be back. Um, I think Tank and stuff like that—they should all be back. Um, I, yeah, this trailer just brought up more questions. I'm just yeah. like, okay, and I'm not really—I don't really want to see 
Keanu Reeves stumble around and try to figure out what is the Matrix. I want him to be full on badass Neo yeah. again. Like I want to see him do some crazy gun fu. Uh, well, in the trailer, he actually uses some of his like power stuff, which is yeah. dope. And I'm hoping he kind of in this one he actually uses all that. Like I mean, in the trailer, you see a little couple of clips of it, and I hope right. it's like the whole movie. You get all yeah. of that. Because that would be awesome to see. That was what was disappointing in the other ones. You didn't really see that. You only see it once he like kind of fought uh, one of the characters. Like he whooped his yeah. ass, and now Agent much Smith. It. Like he, yeah, you busted all out for Agent Smith. But other than that, he kind of kept it subdued. There was that one fight scene that was like when you look back at it, the CGI is awful. But yeah. that fight scene, like in the basketball court where he's fighting, you know, three hundred Agent Smiths, and um, it's just like this crazy. Uh, do you remember that one at all? And number two, the, I don't remember that one. Wait, oh, after man. after he's he's talking to the 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 girl, right? The Oracle. lady. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that now. Um, yeah, go back and watch it if you guys want to laugh at some bad CGI. It is terrible now. Really, I oh, I yeah. did like I did like his look, like his like his hair, the long yeah. hair, his facial hair. It's nice to actually see him. I just think of John Wick when I see him, but <laughs> well, that's my complaint. I wish they had him cut his hair. I think the I think they went up to him and was like, "Hey, do you want to do New Matrix?" And he's like, "I'm not cutting my hair." And they're like, "Okay, we'll ride around that." Yeah, but I kind of want him to cut his hair because it feels like John Wick just got sucked into the Matrix now. <laughs> Which I'm not hating that. That's still gonna yeah. be fun to watch. But I was hoping for like classic Neo, uh, and I just I think that. Keanu Reeves is the age now and the star now to where he's just like, I'm never going to cut my hair again, guys. You guys could just make movies about me with long hair. It's Bill and Ted and all these. It's just yeah. him with long hair now. Oh, he but just yeah. does so much for his like staff, too. He, he'll he take pay cuts and shit like that just to get all the stars that he wants in the movie. So, I mean, if he wants to keep his long hair, I, I'm cool with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, we're not going to uh, not make a new Matrix. <laughs> uh, one more thing. I want to know who is the guy he almost looks like Morpheus. Yeah, but, and that's been kind of like the Reddit theme, right? You are saying earlier yeah. to me, uh, everybody's thinking it's his son? Well, people were thinking it's his son, and then somebody was saying, they were saying like it could possibly be a younger version of him because yeah. technically he dies in a video game. So I just don't know. And I'm like super excited yeah. to find out if it's going off the video game or not. I... I oh boy yeah because I didn't play the video game but I I do remember after we talked about this last night I do remember like somebody being mad about how easily he died in the yeah. video game and yeah, then I, did, I didn't watch the animes either I need to watch those animes as well that'll yeah, give a lot like, of the backstory I think somebody comes through a wall or something and just like kills him like he was just walking or running Morpheus is the best in my opinion the best character in all the Matrix movies I hate to yeah, see he's him a, he's like a that. really good uh, character, but I, it's kind of yeah. crazy that they would go off like an old PlayStation Two game. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was called. Yeah. Uh, I, I, they called it the Matrix Online, the video oh, game. Boy. But I don't remember the, that, that game. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when this gets closer, again, we'll rewatch them because as we're talking about it, like the old theories. I, I'm sure you were the same way, but after those three movies, sitting sitting around with your friends, like you know saying like well what if it's this well, what if it's that like all kinds of theories and like just totally like head logic going on um i i'm starting to remember those again so we'll watch those again and we'll see what kind of theories we have and what we expect from the movie that'll be a lot of fun to go into those i'm actually i actually want to see this in theaters like i'm super yeah. excited i'll be there with you man so let me know when <laughs> all right uh you are a resident evil expert uh, uh daniel is about to call you Not jonathan really. Yes, you are. Who's who's better than you at Resident Evil in our group? Mm. I would say uh -huh. Squeaks is second. Squeaks is second, exactly. <laughs> you saw these first images for the Resident Evil series uh, coming to Netflix. Let's go over each of them. The monster. Does that look familiar to you at all? Uh, no, because I actually never played Resident Evil one. <gasps> I thought you were that expert that we were just. I was no, just telling I you never, you were an expert. I, like I never played number ago. one because. Uh, oh when I was younger, I couldn't get the copy. I oh, was okay. only able to get Resident Evil 2. Your mom's not going to let you... Oh, well, she let you get 2. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> so she, like, let maybe she wouldn't let two. you get Resident Evil. Okay. I have seen people talk about her being in the first mo or first game, this monster here. Yeah. Uh, that crew that we're seeing... Okay, so we have two shots now um, of some crewmen. Who are you recognizing out of everybody that's here? Those three guys? Uh, I'm 
guessing it's the agents that were in the first one that was sent. Yeah. But yeah. I do not know. They don't, you don't know? look familiar. Yeah. To me, I'm waiting for... Okay, so we're looking for uh, Leon, of course, which I think we have in the next shot. Um, yeah. Who are, uh, who are some of the other big names that we're going to be keeping an eye out for? Oh, Leon and Claire, for sure. For Resident yeah. Evil 2. And then Ada. Ada Wong. She should mm -hmm. be in Resident Evil 2. Um... Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Like, well, there's more characters, but of course, of they're course. not really important. Uh, I don't like that image of Leon. If that is Leon, I think. Well, it's been accredited as as Leon, so I think that's who we're getting. I mean, what, I what did IMBD, you? and it did look like him, and I was yeah. really freaking disappointed. Why do they got to go long hair? To me, that doesn't make any sense. It's, it's another Matrix thing. Like Leon doesn't have long hair like that. He's shortcut hair. Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure. I just kind of just, I was actually thinking it was Carlos from yeah. the other Resident Evil, but nope, that, I guess that, that might be Leon right there. So we have two different stories going on. We're, we're going to have the Mariner story where they, or the, the you know, mansion story where they go through the mansion, mm -hmm. they find the, the hive that's underneath it. We also have a group going through the city kind of like in Resident Evil 2, and they're looking for, I believe, the daughter of the guy that might have started the virus does that sound familiar from any of the games looking for the daughter or is it i think it might be from the movies wait can you repeat that i'm sorry no problem no problem so we have two different stories in the upcoming yeah. uh, netflix series the first one is going through the mansion and then finding that hive underneath that's full of yeah. like the raccoon city stuff um the other one will be in raccoon city itself um and I believe that they're looking for the daughter of the guy that like invented the T virus. Does that yeah, sound familiar? Yeah, that, that that would be that story would be Resident Evil Two, and pretty much Leon pretty much goes to the city because it's gonna be his first day on the police force, and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. this happens, and then uh, he talks to I forgot who he talks to, but the professor, no, yeah. not the professor, the the wife, and then pretty much they tell her. To find the daughter, something like okay. that. So, who are our villains out of those stories? Do we have Mr. X coming in? Well, Resident Evil 2, yeah, you give Mr. X uh, umbrella since Mr. X and he's just chasing you down, but you can't really, you don't really fight him till later. And then uh, you fight the professor because he injected himself with the, the virus and he turns into a mutation. So, you fight yeah. him too multiple times in the Resident Evil 2 story. Okay. Yeah, my, my Resident Evil expertise comes from the movies. So there's like so many yeah, things where I'm just like, Yeah, the movies are totally different though. It's based off Alice. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing a Leon and, and Claire on screen. Because um, you and Squeaks have talked about these stories like crazy. The remakes you guys buy, you guys buy the new games that are coming up. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to kind of get more of an accurate story to what the Resident Evil world is like. Yeah, I, I kind of wish that they... They swapped out the actors because, like I said, I, I they look disappointing to me. Like who I kind of do. You have a suggestion on who they should have put in? Oh yeah, I got a couple. Uh, okay. Jen, Jensen Ackles from Supernatural would have been a great. Of course, you're rooting for a Supernatural guy. Leon, yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jai Courtney from Terminator and A Good Day to Die yeah. from Die Hard series. I think he yeah, could yeah. probably do even like a Chris, Chris. Um, and then for Ada, I was thinking they could add. Um, I don't know how to say, pronounce her name. Uh, Liu, if he, uh, the the girl from Mulan, the live action one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking that they, they need could to use her more things. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, the one for Chris. You were saying the guy that's. He's also from Avatar and from something. Oh, uh, Clash of Titans. Oh yeah, 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 Clash of Titans. Yeah. Hey, what is he? I don't, I don't know what he's been up to lately. So he would be really good to grab into this. Yeah, um, I, I haven't seen really any of his new. Well, the last movie I seen him in was I think the A Good Day to Die Hard. Oh well, that's very old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'd be um, down for that. I'd seen on the on Reddit, people were saying they should use the mountain from. Game of Thrones to be uh, Mr. Mr. X. I thought that oh, would be man. awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. That'd be great chasing to see people him down. There. Yeah. My, I mean, I've seen Mr. X and, of course, watching streams and stuff like that. And he's like an ever presence, like just like stomping in on people. So 
somebody big like that would be totally, totally the way to go. That'd be cool. Any other choices before we move on? Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I couldn't figure out Claire. Claire, I, I was just thinking, I was like, they should just get the, the model that they used her face in the game. They should oh, just yeah. use her. Why not? I yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, I was looking, I was checking her and Leon. They both look pretty good. I was like, shit, fuck, put them in the movie. My vote is Maggie from Walking Dead. I don't know her name, but she kind of looks Mag- like Maggie from Walking Dead. Oh, Glenn's okay. Her friend? Or what? Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Yeah. There we go. All right, let's go ahead and move on here. Shang-Chi uh, had a really strong opening weekend, raked in $71 million, uh domestically in that first weekend. That doesn't include $19 million that was on specifically Labor Day because it had an extra day. Uh, that's second place to Black Widow, but very close, and beats out all other post-pandemic movies or quote-unquote post pandemic movies um this means that disney's going to be moving forward with their new plans to make sure that everything goes to theaters so we had that whole like disney plus premium thing that's going away and it Mm. was and they were even going to delay eternals if this did bad but they're keeping eternals on track that's coming out this year now um and the new schedule is a movie will release in theaters then you wait 45 days which isn't that bad and you can watch it at home for well as your normal disney plus package yeah how do you like that deal, waiting the 45 days? It sucks, because I really want to see <laughs> this movie, because it looked really good. Yeah. I've seen the trailer. It looked freaking amazing. Um, I, I see why, especially like with the whole lawsuit, you kind of you need to make sure it's in theaters <laughs> so they don't get yeah, sued that's again. That's not helping things. Yeah, Black yeah. Widow's lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah, so I understand, but I'm just like kind of disappointed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I myself, I think the 45 days is great just because there's a lot of movies out there where I'm like, I can wait 45 days. I don't need yeah. like an Ant-Man or something like that. I can wait the 45. I don't need to see that right away. Um, Shang-Chi was dope. If you do want to see that in theaters, let me know. We can go like on one of your days off real early. There's like no oh, theaters, man. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, the, when I went to go watch Black Widow, it was like me and like maybe two other people in the theater. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, this one, me and Jonathan watched in the middle, like in the middle of the afternoon. It was like, dang, there's like 30 people up in here. It got kind of busy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just let me know when you want to go to that. But because uh, it, it's a really fun movie. Shang-Chi was a really good one. Um, yeah, I think this is probably best for the long run. I think 45 days is enough to kind of get the big bang out of theaters you could get out of the movie anyways. Um, and then, yeah, Eternals will be doing this now. It'll be going straight to theaters instead of going on both. And so will uh, they have a Pixar movie coming up like Echo, I think it's called. It's mm-hmm. gonna be going um straight to theaters as well instead of uh doing both. Uh that'd be pretty good. Uh if you could if you could see uh Shang-Chi for free, like how long do you think the a good wait time is for the movies to come out? So you don't want to do the 45 days. What's the closest you think would be fair for the theaters to make enough money? Nah, I mean 45 days is pretty fair though. Like yeah. I'm just uh, me being me and cheap and <laughs> <laughs> you know with covid yeah. i really don't want to leave my house and cheaper popcorn at your but house <laughs> honestly like 45 days is a good amount i mean hopefully it makes everybody happy who's in the film you know they don't get screwed off of the deal um and there's no more lawsuits that are gonna hurt disney uh but yeah 45 days honestly is i'm just being just being me <laughs> Just being you. <laughs> we got to get Daniel off the couch and into the theaters again, guys. So wear your masks and Disney work with us. Uh, that reminds me, actually, it's not in our notes here, but we found out from the, we're getting like bits and pieces from the lawsuit that uh, Scarlett Johansson has against Disney. Uh, she's requesting $100 million from lost a- a revenue. She feels like Black Widow would have made her $100 million if it released in theaters. I doubt uh, so it. I doubt it as well. I mean, it was a good movie, but I mean, it's... I don't know yeah. what the numbers are they normally reach, but I mean, damn, that's a lot of money. I mean, yeah, it probably would have been up more, but with COVID, I think if we didn't have COVID right now, it definitely would have made more money. But with yeah. COVID, nobody wants to leave the house. Yeah. Yeah. And why yeah, is she even, being greedy? I don't think she's being, I mean, it's tough. I don't think she's being greedy in general. Like, I think she does deserve to get paid more if she didn't get, if she didn't get what she was supposed to get like i, I understand that part a hundred million dollars seems like a lot though so there's that whole thing I, I i'm not necessarily sure where the math breaks down and nobody is yet because the lawsuit's not open but um How i'm on like a lot work? of newsletters for like inside hollywood stuff and it's starting to leak out there 
That, that but, seems like a lot of freaking money. But yeah, how does it work though? In her contract, they guaranteed her that they were gonna get a lot. She was gonna get more money. I don't understand how like yeah, she's getting her. So she has like a she has like a guaranteed sum right of like twenty million. Yeah, and so she got paid that. But then there is like, well, then you'll get, you know, maybe let's just say numbers wise, 5% of whatever it makes in theaters. Well, because they released it on both theaters and Disney Plus, mm-hmm. they don't have a contract for Disney Plus. Uh, She's saying that. Disney says, yeah, you do. So there is something missing there that we're not too sure what's going on there. Um, so she's lost money. And she's saying that there's so many people went and watched it only on Disney Plus that she lost out on about $100 million. And, damn. Yeah. And I know that there are, um, her not lawyers but her reps are saying that it actually comes down to the fact that well if she's going straight to video it looks bad for her so it also makes her less valuable so that might be tinkering in there as well but that really feels like you're stretching if you're pulling that in i don't know i know emma emma uh, stone was kind of like oh we might sue as well but then they just gave her corella too so that's not happening yeah i I just i heard that she did great as Cruella. I haven't watched it yet, but Jonathan just watched it too, and he's like, he doesn't stop talking about it. Yeah, I heard like it was a really good movie. I'm like, awesome, awesome. I have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, and I know Squeaks is all about it too. So, uh, Halloween Kills, which I can't wait to see, that is coming October 15th. They announced that it's going to be releasing in theaters and Peacock at the same time. Which I just picked up Peacock so I could watch Monday Night Football on there. Oh, did you? What which uh, package did you get? The five dollar or ten dollar? Yeah, five dollar one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's it? Do what's the difference between the five and the ten? I didn't know there was a ten. Uh, the ten dollar gives you no ads for everything, and then might be upgrading. Uh, uh, but I believe both of them give sports. So okay, yeah. I, I mean that's pretty cool. My main thing is watching the Cowboys play, so I was like, okay, well here's my five bucks for that. That's that's worth it right there. Oh, you get Which to watch is- all sports. Like just the game? Monday night games because the or mm. the, I'm sorry Sunday night game. It was Monday night. It's Sunday night games because those are on uh, NBC. Oh, okay. Yeah. And off topic, but I'm proud par- I'm proud of my cowboys. You guys did good. I had to like Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's every year, Taff. This is every year. They show you hope and then they just crush it. You gotta admit they played well against uh Tampa Bay, the Super Bowl champs. They played okay, quite wait, well. Tom, but you could also say that the Bucks just choked and dropped passes. Yeah. Fumbling. Um, those were forced interception. fumbles. Poor those interception. Poor sn- interception. Those are grabs. No. No. <laughs> no. Tampa Bay did great on that game. They barely won. <laughs> All right, back on topic. You won't persuade me, damn it. All right. Uh, Star Citizen is uh, is getting slapped with a uh, restraining... It's, it's, it's regulations from uh, UK, so... Uh, you're not familiar with Star Citizen, right? I know we talked about this before. I, you're not too I actually looked it up after we talked about it. Oh, what are your thoughts on it after looking uh, it up then? I, I see why people like the game. Because yeah, it looks right? really fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just want to be cruising. I want to be like Star Trek. Let me like get to a certain altitude and freaking hyperdrive or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah, after that, I'd be bored as, as fuck. But yeah. I mean... um. I did like how there's combat. I didn't really look too much into gameplay, like what happens when you get blown up. But I mean, honestly, I see why people are into this game because it looks really fun. Yeah, and it looks very sharp too. They get some nice yeah. graphics on this thing. So if you guys aren't familiar with Star Citizen, yeah, it's a space exploration game with combat and all that. Uh, the key factor in this whole thing is it's been on Kickstarter. Well, it started on Kickstarter in 2012, and it's been in like, hardcore development since 2012 and there are basically two camps there's one camp that's like this is the best game that will be ever made and i will give them all the money they need another camp is like hey it's a pyramid scheme or whatever you guys are just getting milked for money and that game's never coming out or never completed the requirements for star citizen on your computer are daunting they burn up graphics cards the thing is so intense so there's a lot of people going both ways now the uk has stepped in with their regulate uh, regulators and said you guys can. You guys need to slow down on selling ships that are called concept ships. What this is is it's a DLC, like buying a skin or something like that. It's a ship you could buy in game, but these concept ships are just like a drawing of a ship, saying like this is a ship that may or may not come out at all in the game. So if you spend sixty bucks on it, if it comes out, you got it. 
if it doesn't come out, well, it just didn't come out. And the UK is like, no, you guys got to at least come out with a product. What are your thoughts on that? Should they be able to sell concept ships? I, I'd say no. Like to me, it's like, it's like a gamble. It's like, you don't even know it's, if it's coming out. So it's, yeah. you're, you're spending all this money for a possibility of getting a ship and an end game. Okay. Make it like five bucks, 10 bucks, something like that. Not, what was it? $60? Like a lot of the ships are like that. Yeah. 60 bucks, 30 bucks. Yeah. That's, that's insane. And what what it looks like is they're just taking advantage of the kid the the people that are really addicted to the game yeah and uh it's pretty pretty sad to see but somebody they should definitely step in and like stop this what one thing that's kind of to me it seems even worse than gambling is it's like if i spent 60 dollars on something and I have a chance of getting more for that money yeah okay then i have a reward this is like i'm spending 60 dollars on an item like if i go to walmart i buy Socks for 60 bucks. And on the checkout, the guy that meets me at the door is like, 50-50 chance, I take that out of your hands. <laughs> it's like, oh, what the shit am I in here for? That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. It's, uh, it, uh, yeah, it's tough. It, what do you think? It's, it's honestly like crazy that they're getting away with it. And it's crazy to think that people are actually paying for these things. Like, Oh, yeah. They have the raised $350 million since 2012 on this game that has not seen the yeah. light of day. And then that's a lot of money that they could like fix the graphics so that it's not burning up GPUs. Like clearly they just don't give a crap and they're just trying exactly. to make as much money because already they should have. It's like Arc. Remember Arc? It was just like mm -hmm. frying our GPUs, like put it, pushing oh, it, it to the limit. But mm -hmm. we're playing what? Alpha or was it beta? Yeah. And then oh, we were we were like in the the tail end of alpha early stages of beta. Yeah, and then right away, like you start seeing improvements at least. Like it was a small game. Like this game, like this kind of disappointed. They made that much money and they still haven't been able to fix the graphics to help people out. And yeah. what's so funny is there are people right now listening to this that are Star Citizen fans, and they're in that first camp that are just like. That game can't go wrong. <laughs> like you guys are full of shit. It's just like step back for a second and realize that I haven't gotten anything for my money yet. Um, so we'll have to see. They what they did is they sent out an email to everybody that's part of the Star Citizen, you know, with, with an account saying that like this is your last chance to grab the Gatic Raylan, which is the name of the ship. Um, act fast before it departs. And people had to quickly buy it or just walk away. And people bought it. <laughs> it yeah. sold a ton. Until the uh, UK stepped in. And there was a, there was a, a citizen of, of uh, United Kingdoms that was like, hey, I feel like I'm getting ripped off here. And sent it to yeah. their, their regulators. And they're like, oh, you are. Let's go ahead and help you out with that. <laughs> so it's just a mess. Yeah, that's, that's really sad to see, though. Like people just ripping them off. And it's, it's, like, it's just like WoW addiction. Like you just keep. But with WoW, you're actually getting in-game stuff, which is really yeah. nothing. If you actually think about it, it's really just. A thing that someone can make in like five minutes if they're really good. Well, yeah, and even if even if it takes them a long time to make it, do you ever feel that way when you're buying some sort of digital item, a skin or a mountain wow or something like that? Do you ever feel like this is I'm not getting really anything for my money? Do you ever feel that? Uh, well, when you're in the game, I feel like like into that game, you don't feel that way. Like right. I, I have like probably seven hundred bucks spent on just League of Legends skins. I don't oh, even yeah. use them all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't play that game now. So I look back and like, damn, why the hell did I spend all that money? Mm -hmm. So I think like once people get off this, this game, they're going to realize, wow, I just spent hella money and I never even got anything for it. You know? Yeah. Once you're it, in the, yeah. Once you're addicted to the game, you don't realize it until like after you're out of that game, you're like, shit. Yeah, what did I do? Yeah, well, there's always that thing. Same thing with League of Legends is a great example where I look back, I'm like, you know, that's like $2,000 that I could be using right now to put a down payment on a car or something crazy, you know? I, I remember so, you, would, you would buy the bundle every time. Every time they released a bundle, I bought the whole bundle. It was such uh, a good deal. You got a real uh, big bank for your buck. Oh, my <laughs> Anyways, you guys buying ships, they're so dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom. Oh, man. I know. And there's so many things. It's like with World of Warcraft is a really great example where it's a live service game. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm dumping money into a game that 
someday the servers are going to shut off and this stuff will be untouchable that I'm yeah. buying right now. So is it an asset that I own or is it just I'm renting digital code? I think we're going to see that kind of come into fruition pretty soon as, as the gamers age where it's like, what are your assets? Well, I own every skin in League of Legends. Is that an asset? No, you need to retire yeah. off of something. <laughs> it needs to not be a digital item. Uh, I think we're going to be learning some new lessons soon. All right, PlayStation uh, uh, 4 owners, they're ending the upgrade system where if you buy a PS4 game and then eventually you buy a PS5, you can upgrade the game for free. The last game that's going to be getting that is Horizon Forbidden West. Um, it was leaked online that like, oh, hey, the, the thing's ending and it was all this kind of confusion. Sony had to come out and actually like, clarify the exact rules and when that's happening. Uh, do you think they would have made more money keeping the upgrade program or is it best for them to just ditch it and start going PS5 only? I feel like they're just losing money because yeah. a PlayStation 4 game costs uh, $5.99. No, sorry, mm-hmm. $59.99, sorry. Right. And a PlayStation 5 game costs $69.99. So they're mm-hmm. losing that $10. And so multiple people just go buy the PlayStation 4 version and then later on get a free upgrade. They're losing that 10 bucks, And I mean, they don't really, Sony doesn't really need that money, but they are losing money, I would think. And it would, I think, I think what they're... <sighs> If they start doing it like games only for PS5, I think that would even make them more money because people would go buy the new system instead of keeping on with the PS4. You know, I you bring up a good point there. Um, Mortal Phoenix, I just bought. Uh, I think it's Mortal Phoenix. That's Mortal what it's Phoenix. called. I, in Mortal Phoenix, it's Ubisoft's oh. game. I just bought it for the. I think I just bought it for the PS4. I'm not about. There's a couple of games I bought recently at like GameStop, and I looked up one of them while I was at GameStop, and I was like, "Oh, well, this one upgrades for free, so I'll just buy the PS4 version for quite a bit cheaper, and just get the free upgrade." Yeah. And so they got to shut that off. That's a good point. I didn't really think about like people shopping for the PS4 games because of that. I, I bet you can't do it on every single game, but I mean that's like a ten dollar profit right there that they're losing out on. Mm-hmm. Which was, then, I mean, it was awesome that they were doing it for a while, you know. Yeah, especially with the shortage, you know. Yeah. Has there been a system that you've bought because of a game, like a new oh, game yeah, comes definitely. out? Definitely. Well, can you think of the last one? Uh, yeah. uh PlayStation <laughs> uh, for the Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. No, not Snake no, Eater. No shit, uh, you did. Yeah, I forgot about uh, that. Metal Gear Solid Patriot. Uh, what was the last one? The it Patriot was just like one. Metal Gear Solid, like what five or something like that was the last one. Or it, yeah, yeah, I think it was Snake. Metal Gear Solid Five, and then I also got Xbox. So I originally was a PlayStation Two guy. PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, but then uh halo i got an xbox because yeah. of halo and then i got the next xbox because of the next halo so yeah. i definitely definitely got those consoles for certain games so they i mean they made money out of me so there's a lot of people out there i'm sure that are like well as long as i can play halo infinite on the xbox one there's no reason for me to get series x yeah and i think that xbox will might want to tighten that up a little bit and playstation they're doing that now where you can you have to get the next system if they're going to sell the system itself Especially now that like PlayStation did a redesign, so the shortage isn't there anymore for the new yeah. version of PS PlayStation. It has a smaller heatsink that's actually more efficient. Um, yeah, so I think we're gonna see people. I think that we're gonna see that happen. People are gonna start buying the new systems, to be able to play the new games. Uh, yeah, for me it was Halo as well. Halo is the system that or the game that always made me upgrade no matter yeah. what. And I think we're gonna see that again pretty soon <laughs> with Halo Infinite coming out. I think everybody's gonna be rushing to that game. Uh, one more thing uh, about the whole sony thing um i was also thinking um them losing that 10 bucks that's like from ps5 to ps4 the graphics are a lot more better like a little bit more better like i can't really tell but graphics everything inside just looks better that's that's money that they're losing out because they they paid somebody to up upgrade these graphics you know so they gotta I, get the money back from all that yeah, development. Yeah, they gotta get. Yeah. Yes, that's it right there. So, um, I definitely see why they're doing it. I'm not upset with them. I'll just go buy a PS5 and just buy the game for that system. You have that's a PS5 me. already, right? No, I don't remember. What the shit? Okay, we need to get Sammy <laughs> getting you a system. No, I you heard that they're coming out with the new the... one. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, so the new one I actually might be even better than the regular PS5 because. Uh, what they did is they they changed some of the heatsink stuff, and everybody was like, "Oh, it'll make the new PlayStation actually run hotter than the you know the original PS5." But people have been doing some testing on it, and they're actually showing it actually runs a little bit cooler. 
So oh. the newer PS5s might be even better of a purchase. So yeah, make sure to grab one of those. They'll look the exact same on the outside though. Mm. It'll it'll look the same. All right, let's move on to PlayStation's showcase they had this week, which was whoop, very whoop. out of nowhere and amazing yeah. at the same time. Uh, we'll go over some of our big games here. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. This blew up our Discord. This blew up our Twitter. Everybody's been texting each other, going nuts. Uh, I'm super excited for this. Have you had a chance to play the original? I played like a couple minutes and then I was like, oh shit, yeah. I suck at this game. Let me not play it anymore. <laughs> but I was it like, how young? It's an acquired yeah, taste because it takes a bit like, it's turn-based combat. You're not actually swinging that lightsaber yourself, you know? Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's kind of like Dragon Age Inquisition, if you guys are uh, familiar with that. New companies doing this one. It's not going to be, uh, it's Asper now. It's not Bioware. Um, but it's a full remake, which I love when they do that. I love when they take a game and they fully remake it and not just remaster it. Similar example, Final Fantasy VII, when they remade that one. Uh, if if they make this a PlayStation, it's it's going to come out on PC, but if they made this a PS5 exclusive, this would sell consoles. This is that yeah. kind of game. Yeah. It's real big. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next one. You play, you a God of War fan? Uh, no, not really. You're a, you're a fan of watching me stream God of War. Yes, I know that much. Yes, there I actually do watch it. I do watch your streams <laughs> when you stream this game. I gotta be. I gotta admit, I do play on easy mode for God of War, but it's fun. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. We got all kinds of new footage for that. Um, we're gonna. The main villain is gonna be Thor, uh, which was teased at the end of the first game. Um, and we're gonna have all. We're gonna be going after all new gods. The whole boating system is being replaced by dog sleds, which is, looks really cool. Your annoying son is now older and even more of a like teenage brat, so yeah. we got to deal with him. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. We did. That, that I just found out this morning. Good. Yeah, I just found out this morning. This is the last of this version of God of War, where he's oh, it's Norse mythology. Yeah, really? so it better be big. <laughs> wow. But yeah, are you going to try out this one? Well, can I? Like, will it? It doesn't connect to the other one, or is it just totally? It will connect to. I'm saying you got to play. You got to play God of War, like the the 2018 version. Now I haven't played God of War one, two, three, four, all those other ones, but God of War 2018. You play that, which is on PS Plus for free. Like if you pay the like monthly thing, Mm -hmm. you get it part of that. Um, So when you get that PS5 that you're about to grab, that's what I'm asking. Are you going to be getting it on the God of War train with me? Yeah, I'll probably get it once I get PS5. Boom! There we go, guys. That is commitment written in stone now, and I'll let you guys know how he likes the game. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh spider-man 2 was revealed uh this is bringing in miles morales because miles morales had his own expansion that was really really great um and so they're now folding them in together looks like we're gonna have co-op and best of all venom is coming up i know. Do you think we're gonna be able to play as venom i don't think so which is sad i i really hope so because i want to play as venom venom i know you do a beast <laughs> I'm You're gonna be doing go, your best Tom Hardy voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skipping once I get a PS5. I'm skipping Spider-Man one. I'm just going Spider-Man two. Yeah, you can. Yeah, that's how Spider-Man's work. They don't really need to keep yeah. up on the story. Uh, that game, I was watching it. I was like, I was super excited, and, and I didn't even get the last one. I was just like, I'm getting it. Yeah, yeah. I I ended up going back to play. I ended up playing Miles Morales first, and then going back to play the first Spider-Man game. And it's uh, nice because it'll kind of like. They're, it's like comic books. You don't really necessarily need to read the previous stuff to be right yeah. into it. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, so can't wait for this game. Definitely going to have co-op where people can play together. I've already texted Squeaks. Hey, you and me are playing this. We'll have to get a... Well, once you get your PS5, we'll have you jump in there too. And if we could do Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and Venom teaming up... Oh, shit. Oh, that would be dope. Nobody's going to slow us down. <laughs> All right. Uh, really big announcement that I'm excited for. Brand new Wolverine game in the works. Ooh. What are your initial reactions, man? I can't wait. I'm hoping yeah. Hugh Jackman is the voice actor for Wolverine. That would blow up if they did that, man. <laughs> oh my god! I hope so. Uh, I've been so like I've been waiting for a Wolverine game because I love War Wolverine as the character, especially playing yeah. those X Men games. I, I, I fucking miss Wolverine. Uh, super excited. Can't can't wait. But when did they say? It would, Maybe release twenty twenty three. This is just like announcement teaser. So yeah, twenty twenty three, possibly twenty twenty four. Damn, that's that's gonna be a long time. Yeah. I wish they showed more instead of like a guy coming up behind him and then he just pulling out his 
There is like, no well, more in the game. It's so early in development. I know, Everything else is just like hand drawn. Just want something. Him talking. I want to see combat. I want to see. This is why I'm talking. Like. I want to see what he <laughs> wants to say. <laughs> and it'd be Hugh Jack, dude. If they ended up casting Hugh Jack, I mean, you know how fucking huge that would be. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the last big announcement that's getting everybody talking is Gran Turismo is back with Gran mm. Turismo Seven. Uh, this is coming March fourth, twenty twenty two. Have you played Gran-, Gran Turismo? Yeah, number two for PlayStation One. Oh shit, you're talking old school then. Oh yeah, like that was the only one because you had like import cars, muscle cars. Yeah. Um, I think you had gas too. Like you had to fill up gas. I can't remember now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to fill up on gas. That was kind of cool little thing. I don't know why yeah, that was cool. More, yeah, well, it's just because it puts more realism into the game. I like that. Yeah. You know, that's how Forza is too. I like. I to me, I'm a more of a Forza fan than Gran Turismo, but I do like how both those titles. Or all about realism, like the cars look like they do in yeah. real life, and they're just you gotta change out tires, stuff like that. If uh, I was rich, I'd own one of these type of thing. Oh yeah, uh, Gran Turismo. I I like racing games. I just I think I like more Need for Speed racing games. Yeah, that's a Nitrous, lot of fun. stuff like that. Um, burnout. Oh, that's a blast playing Burnout. Yeah. Well. What was it? Pink. Remember Pink? Juiced. Juice. Juice was yeah. when you race for pinks. Right. Oh uh, man. I, I probably have talked about it before, but I would have I would play the game, and then my cousin Julia would be sitting next to me on the mic talking shit the whole time, and that was her job was just to talk as much shit as possible. Come on, bitch! I'm getting your pinks and stuff like that as we're going. And I'm, and I'm over there using the CRT cheat where you like you shift like from second to third real fast, and the thing would zoom past Vipers. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> she's talking shit over there. Um, there are other uh, trailers for smaller games. You guys can go to our website geekfreakspodcast.com. And check them out. We have gameplay for Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, we have uh, gameplay for Guardians of the Galaxy. All kinds of stuff like that. So go ahead and check those out over there. Uh, what did you think right. of that for spoken game? I, you know what? That kind of that snuck up on me. That actually it did. pretty good. It looked good. Like It kind of reminded me almost like Avatar in a way. But then, yeah. I, I mean, she has like a weird thing on her arm. So that's probably what's causing her powers. But uh, I, I was like, shit. I mean, that's that's. That's a possibility. If it's like cheap. It looks like fun gameplay. And it also, I like how she's like a character from our world. It's like, I'm in a fantasy world now. Something like that. So yeah. That's pretty dope. And she's like talking to some ring. And hopefully yeah. it's like a funny, like, like back thing. Like they're just joking to each other. Kind of be cool. Yeah. It looks like the rings for Shang-Chi. If you guys haven't seen the trailer yet. It's like yeah, one of her it, arms has the Shang-Chi rings on. It does. Yeah. That looks fun. Yeah. I actually, I didn't bring that up. I didn't. Put it as a main thing on our website too, because I was like, "Oh, it's just one of the minor titles." But then I went back and watched it, and I'm like, "Oh my god, no, that actually looks like a lot of fun." I think a lot I'm of mobility more, too, like jumping on the rooftops and stuff, you know. I think I'm more excited for uh, for spoken than Grant Trisma. I, I would I would probably agree with you since I'm a Forza guy, so I would agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. All right, guys, that is it for us here. Well, we're going to be moving on to uh, Jonathan and myself discussing all the stuff from Star Trek Day. Now, if you listen to Trek Freaks, because I know you guys are fans. Uh, you don't actually have to listen to that one. We already did up that segment in there, but this is for those of you guys who don't listen to Shark Freaks. All right, we'll see you guys later. Hey all, welcome to Trek Freaks, and I am Frank. I'm jumping in real quick with Jonathan to discuss the announcements from uh, Star Trek Day. How you doing, John? Good, good. How you doing? Good, good, good. All right, so we're going to go over these quickly. You're hearing them here in front of Trek Freaks. It will also be at the end of Geek Freaks News on Monday. So we're doubling up on this so you guys uh, don't have to listen to the end of GFN on Monday. Okay. First off, we had a message from Alex Kutman. Uh, Kurtzman, I'm sorry. He's the man that's basically in charge of the show over there. So Alex Kurtzman, uh, basically he wanted to say that their goal is to make each Star Trek series unique, but still connected. So you know that it's a Star Trek, basically. Um, which is something that they kind of lost, I felt like, in Discovery. Mm. The first and the third season don't feel very Star Trek-y. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he's saying, like, it'll be unique, but it'll still feel like that. What do you What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's great. And I think they've really demonstrated that really well, especially bringing out Lower Decks. It's totally shifted mm-hmm. gears. So they have a different flavor for everyone's taste. That's mm-hmm. what it seems like they have for all, you know, different age groups and everything. Um, so I think they're doing a good job. And we didn't, I don't think we were prepared for that when Discovery came out. So I think that's True. why it felt like kind of jarring to be a very dramatic, very heavy, very kind of polished, you know, show that's more like a movie, but extended 
Mm-hmm. Um, but now that we see these other variations coming out, it totally fits and it kind of brings the whole world together as a diverse collection of Star Trek. Yeah. Lower Decks is a great example because even that, I feel like, has corrected itself or we have corrected ourselves to enjoy that show the way it is. At first, it was kind of like, oh, this isn't a Star Trek. Yeah. It's not really even a Rick and Morty, which we were kind of thinking it might be that. <laughs> it was something new. Yeah. But I'm, I think it's doing good. I'm 100% on, on board with you on that, too. I was so disappointed in the first couple episodes I watched that I was just, I didn't watch anymore for the first year or so that it was out. It wasn't until season two was already released that I finally took the time to go back and watch it again. And just having a little more, I guess, time and patience and not expecting it to be the, the stereotypical Roddenberry Star Trek, mm-hmm. um, but expecting it's going to be written a little bit different for a different audience, then you can appreciate it. There's so much exaggeration to it that wouldn't fit in a regular Star Trek, right. but you have to understand it's, it's made for a different audience. So it's, it's still a, a lot of fun, and it's nice that they're expanding the world that we love. The fact that the Cerrito does second contact is the perfect <laughs> thing for that show. Yeah. And, I, and I, I'm looking forward to when that is the second show that's on while you know, you're watching your main you know, Strange New World and then we have that on a, on a Thursday to have fun with. <clears throat> All right, next, we have Star Trek Prodigy. We got a brand new trailer for that. What are your uh, initial reactions to that? Uh, it looks so good. I'm excited and I know it's made for younger kids, but I can't wait to watch yeah. it. I want to watch it all. Uh, to me, the, the style and the art and everything, it looks like I'm hoping it ends up more like a, a uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, which yeah. I haven't watched much of. I've seen a few, handful of episodes, but I like their style. Uh, but it looks like a Star Wars Clone Wars mixed with Avatar. Mm-hmm. More specifically, Avatar with the blue people, the, the movie, not the amazing TV show from right. Nickelodeon. Um, I'm but, not against Star Trek making one of those, though. No, yeah. I mean, there is <laughs> Avatar Studios now, and they're going to be doing some work. So oh, I'm so excited. We have a lot of podcasting to do. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, it looks really, really clean, and I'm excited to see it. So I, I like the idea of it becoming a Clone Wars. What we have to remember, because we look back at Clone Wars so fondly, mm-hmm. that first season of Clone Wars was straight up a kid show. Yeah. And it wasn't until after that they realized, like, hey, we have some fans coming out that are, you know, young adults or people that are really starting to see the stories. And then they adjusted the show until we had these really complex storylines mm-hmm. and they brought back people like Darth Maul and stuff like that. So this show, it may feel young at first. Give them a chance to kind of find their footing. Yeah. It's all new. I'm trying to think of other shows specifically. I can't I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know we have a lot of good, you know, children's cartoons that have adult hum- humor hidden in them. Yeah, SpongeBob is a great it, example of that. That's the only one I was thinking of was yeah. SpongeBob, but Rocco's Modern like, like a lot of oh, that yeah. Nick knows how to do it, which that's where this is going. It's yeah. going to be on Nickelodeon and Paramount Plus. Yeah, so I think it'll be a great one. Like I have a, a newborn and so I'm, you know, excited that as he grows, he'll be oh, able yeah. to to grasp a Star Trek oh, at a young yeah. age and you know, we'll be able to enjoy it together. What a great time to be raising a new kid when you got all this Star Trek for them to watch. Because, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but to me, I think Star Trek is the ultimate example of, like, wholesome television that's still fun to watch, mm-hmm. you know? And it expands your knowledge and your yeah. curiosity and your creativity and your, you know, just ability to enjoy the world around you and people around you and everything. It's yeah. great. It's, it's really good. Okay. Now to the show that I'm so excited for, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. We had a cast reveal. So we know that Pike, Spock, and Una are coming back. They were all from Discovery Season 2. Quick question. Was Una her name originally? I don't think she had a name. I don't I think, think she, she had a name. she was just number one. And I, exactly. I think, okay. Th- yeah, because Pike in that first episode of TOS called her number one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm low-key just a wee bit disappointed that they just named her Una. That's like, like yeah. I hate to keep referencing Star Wars because I'm not a Star Wars fan, but Han Solo in the Solo movie. You don't movie. hate Star Wars. That's good. No, yeah, no, I that. don't hate Star Wars. It's just, but we are on a Trek Freaks right now. Exactly. <laughs> But how Han Solo's name was Solo because he was by himself. Oh, that was so that, cringy. I was just like, oh, come on. So Una being Una because she's number one, and that's Latin for one. That's just kind of... Oh, shit. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because I know that Pike calls her number one in the series as well. Yeah. So I'm assuming that, yeah, her name is Una, but they're going to be calling her number one an awful lot. Yeah. At least Pike will. Yeah. And I'm, a look, I'm looking forward to... I mean, Anton Mount, to me, is such a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen Hell on Wheels, please go do that. It's a great way to get, get ready for this. Um, but him and, and their reactions, I can't wait for that. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Again. Okay, but joining the cast, first we have an Ahura mm-hmm. uh, being cast. That'll be really cool. Um, and then that, that's going to be by... Uh, Celia Rose Gooding. Right, but she didn't say Celia. She said something else. We'll learn it as time goes on. But right now it's Celia for us. Yeah. Um, she, I don't think she's been in much. I looked for her at IMDb. It's pretty light, so mm-hmm. this is going to be the way to start off. And, I mean, what a great way to start off. Right. Then, I thought this was really interesting. I'm sure you did, too. We have Nurse Chapel joining the cast. Yes. 
Oh my goodness. So Nurse Chapel, if anybody doesn't know, uh, is the same actress, Majel Barrett, uh, who, who played her and number one because the original pilot got scrapped and the show got retooled and everything. So she, you know, and Spock and, and yeah, her and Spock, I think, were the only ones that got in horror mm-hmm. that kept from the pilot and got carried on. Uh, but she changed characters. So now we're going to be seeing a new show with two characters that were originally played by the same actress. Yeah. So I would love, I think we talked briefly about this before, I would love to see a tiny little hint Mm -hmm. that they are the same person, you know, to some extent, like a matching hairstyle or something as just a little Easter egg or joke would be, would be phenomenal. A simple throwaway of a line line of like, man, you you guys could have been sisters or something like that (laughs) would just make me happy. Something like that. Now, a question for you. Do you know if uh, Gene Roddenberry and her were married before she started playing the character? No, I think it was two years after. Because she's, what, what I probably, and you too, mm-hmm. we first were introduced to her as the computer. Yeah, the voice of the computer and all those different Star Treks. So she series. she bleeds Star Trek. She's, yeah. she's, it's cool <laughs> to have both of her characters in the new show. I'm excited for that. We also have uh, Dr. Uh, Menga, uh, now played by, uh, we're going to call him Babs, and then we're going to leave it at that because his last <laughs> name has got a lot of consonants. Um, again, we'll learn these names over time as they become our new favorite people. Uh, I am so happy to see him kind of in those medical scrubs again yeah. that Bones wears. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are your thoughts about him? Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I like that they're bringing back characters that we don't really remember much of, that yeah. weren't significant characters in the previous show, really to help diversify the cast too, which is great to be you know modern and forward thinking. So I'm excited. And that it also gives them a little bit more because we know Spock. We know exactly right. who Spock is, who Ahura is. Uh, enough about Pike, but we don't know these new characters that were already planted. So it gives them room to grow and expand and create new, you know, relationships that we didn't expect. So. It's so cool. Like, what's great too? I mean, you guys are obviously listeners of Trek Freaks. If you're here, if if you're here from GF, uh, Geek Freaks News, go check out Trek Freaks. Um, but we haven't met some of these characters, mm-hmm. or we're going to be seeing them more often in TOS. And now you guys could be referencing like, oh yeah, and her character, we learned this, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like they're doing some of the hand, head cannon that you guys normally do yeah. for you. So that's All pretty right. cool. Um, I just got to say the, the hair that they did for Chapel looks really cool. Did you see the new hair that they're doing for her? Is it the white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks pretty, that looks pretty slick. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And we have a few new characters joining as well. Uh, and we'll talk about them more as we get closer to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, time will tell. Okay. Uh, real quick one here. The original Star Trek movie is getting fully remastered. I mean, this looks like a, a remake if you're a video game fan and you know the difference. Um, have you seen that first movie? I have. So I've been waiting because as you know, for Trek Freaks, we're mm. reviewing each episode of TOS one by one and I don't want to spoil any plot points or anything like that. So I'm waiting to watch all the movies. I've seen bits and pieces of some of the movies, but I'm waiting to, to watch them in order. Yeah. Uh, but this looks amazing. I saw the little clip that they were showing uh, during the Star Trek day. And it looks like a totally different scene. Like it's just so much brighter and so much more detail. So yeah. I'm excited. Maybe it would, I might be robbing myself if I watch it for the first time in the remastered version. Maybe I should watch both, but I'm excited to see some amazing polished Star Trek. That first movie, mm-hmm. wait till the remaster because it doesn't <laughs> okay. have a lot of other things going for it. Is it pretty rough? That first movie is kind of awful, actually. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Right. It is like going past Warp 10 becoming a salamander. Um, <laughs> the second movie, is one of the best Star Trek movies ever made. Is that First Contact? Wrath of Khan. Oh, oh, Wrath of Khan. So good. Okay, and okay. so once, so this is the first one they're going to do, but you can tell they're going to be doing more. There's yeah. no way they're not going to do Wrath of Khan. Right. And they're going to be exclusive to Paramount Plus, so not on Blu-ray or DVD, nice. DVD yet. We know they're going to eventually, right? Now, I didn't quite realize that all the Star Treks that were that I've been watching lately and reviewing and all this have been remastered already, too. They, yeah. I, was it you that posted somebody posted yeah. on our on our uh, discord mm-hmm. the comparison and it is night and day yeah they do such a good job remastering these they look like they're newer made shows i mean i don't get how you fix pixels from an old video that's non-digital but yeah. they do a, an amazing job so. well if you have the original negatives which of course paramount does somewhere yeah you can do a lot with those you can get some high def with that and then of course any ship shots they just straight up remake them. Yeah. And it's like that last one you guys did, not this episode you guys are listening to now, but last week's um, with the, uh, which I really liked actually. Mm. Oh, the uh, Corbomite maneuver? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say Corbomite because I knew I was going to mess it up. I'm like, Carbonite. <laughs> you know how many times I typed that when I was doing your guys' descriptions <laughs> and stuff? Oh my God. Yeah. Anyways, but that one was vastly improved yeah. by the <laughs> remaster. Oh, All right. We have a couple more for you. Uh, Lower Decks got a mid-season trailer. I mean, basically, it was just more shenanigans going to be going on. We see that she's going to be working with her mom at some point. Mm-hmm. And the Borg are coming. Yep. 
I can't wait for them to see how the Cerrito does against the Borg. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> fall ass, ass backwards into something. So that'd be great. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I'm excited. I, was there there was a scene where uh, Rutherford like takes on a, a room full of Borg and stuff. It was yeah. like I know they're gonna way overdo it in a of course. in a way that you know on Voyager you can't take over a room full of Borg. No. They have personal shielding and stuff like that, but there's gonna be a trick and it's gonna be great. So I'm excited. I'm hoping. Okay, so. Okay, let's talk about next is Picard. We have a Picard trailer oh, yeah. that really clarifies what the story is going to be. So Q is testing Picard once again. Mm-hmm. Poor Jean-Luc just wants to freaking retire. <laughs> um, and what he did is he went back into the past, Q did, and changed something so that now uh, Starfleet is like this totalitarian military you know, mm-hmm. monster. Uh, so Picard's crew is going to try to fix that. Do you like what that story is laying down? I do. I think it, I think it poses a good challenge. It's a good, you know, scenario. Um, but I, I have I have one little one little piece of headcanon. I can't think of the name of the episode, so it might mess things up a little bit. But um, I have a piece of headcanon that I thought about today at work, actually. And I was like, oh, my God, mind blown. I need to text somebody, but I'd rather wait and tell someone live. The episode of Voyager where the doctors found on a planet in a, a program and they look oh. back at at Voyager as a demon ship that was there to destroy them all. Oh, I can't wait for you guys to get to Voyager for Trek Freaks. <laughs> what if that ship was real and that was from this timeline? Oh my uh-huh. God. Where the Federation is uh, totalitarianism. Oh, Jonathan, we have to write the fan fiction for this. Right? <laughs> no, but hey, if you're listening to this, do not write that fan fiction. Actually, do it for us. We just want to read it. That'd be yes. better. Please, yes. Yeah. Make it for us. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to watch that. Oh, gosh. I can't remember Man, the name that of that episode, a good idea. Uh, it's like Time Capsule or something like that or something. That. It's so good. Voyager is so good. Once you guys get to Voyager, I think I'm gonna be bumming in a lot of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, but yeah, I'm I'm happy Q is back. Uh, it's it's one of those things, and Star Trek always does it where they happen to happen to go back to 2000 and you know 20, yeah. and they always do it. And when the Voyager was on, they went to 90s and then the 60s for a, a original series. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's gonna be good for those that are yelling at their their I don't know phones or whatever they're listening on. It's Living Witness is the name of that episode. Thank you, Living yeah. Witness. Sorry. And if you knew that off the top of your head and you're yelling at your phone right now. You're a fan. You're a fan. Help us out. (laughs) Yeah. Get us some Star Trek questions, please. Um, One last thing before we leave this. Mm -hmm. Borg Queen is back. Yes. Oh, man. So is it like they're using her technology? So I'm so so lost by this, but it looks like she was disconnected from the hive and like sitting in a storage container or something like that. And they decided to take her and use her technology or her like plug into her brain or whatever. To be able to time travel. Yeah. Is what it's sounding like. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I'm I'm stoked. There's so many questions I have. Yeah. And I'm going to wait till Picard airs them because I can just go spin off in any direction. Like, why the hell is she even there? Right. And all these other things. And is it kind of like they have to partner with the Borg Queen to fight Q? Because I would love to. I oh, think my that's, God. I think she has control. I mean, if they tie into her. Yeah. I mean, she's probably going to try to tweak the timeline just a little in her favor. But. Yeah. If they. They, they can't patch into her and her not have control you know she's well, always we do see that like the doctor is like sympathetic to her and like is talking to her yeah so there is something there i wonder if they're gonna try to i hope they don't try to rebuild rehabilitate her they are using the same actress as they have in the past yeah so she's coming back for that role i hope they don't try to like redeem the board queen she is constant constant evil yeah. she needs to say that way and yeah. she's awesome because of it but so i think they'll, they might do a, a nice wide arc with that which would be beautiful is if they try to redeem her as a better person and mm-hmm. hey you have a chance to correct this this past where you would have had you know no borg civilization because the federation would have came and destroyed you you know hundreds of years earlier or something like that and so it's in both of their benefit but just towards the end as they're trying to get back to normal she tries to tweak everything in her favor to where you know she was never stopped and they dominated the entire galaxy and they grew so much bigger (laughs) and you know they defeated 8472 and took over fluidic space something like that and then That's but great. you know, then they decide, okay, now she's the big bad again. We got to shut her down and yeah, you know, finish her completely. Alex Kurtzman, if you want some uh, some writers, not necessarily oh. right, we're big picture guys. If you ever watch yeah. Oh Sunny, we're the big picture guys. Yeah. We'll sit in a room and talk, and somebody yeah. around us just be writing stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we need the people with the click and clacks. We got the rest. Yeah. Okay, uh, and then last bit that I think is awesome. I would, did not see this coming so soon. Discovery season four is gonna be right around the corner, November eighteenth. Yes. Yep. Uh, and then a uh, special note we were talking about is kind of funny. 20 years is the last time two Star Treks have aired simultaneously. And then you were like, well, no. <laughs> oh, God. I was freaking out for a second. I was like, because so, I was th- when he said 20 years, I'm thinking, oh, man, that must have been the original series. It was it 
you know, the original series and the next gen started like the same year or something. No, those are good. No, like 20, 30 years. Deep Space Nine and Voyager was 20 years ago. <laughs> God, how old am I? Like, I know. that just seems ridiculous. But yeah. I remember so much that last season just like being hyped every Wednesday when yeah. it came out. On, um, on CBS or was it uh, It was like UPN. Wasn't it? UPN. Oh yeah. my God. You A network that UPN? doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, last bit that actually uh, it came out earlier that day. Um, good old games, of course, classic uh, video game guys. They're bringing back eight classic Star Trek video games so that you guys can play them on modern PCs. So one of them is Star Trek Voyager Elite Force. Oh. You remember that old arcade? That, that's the arcade one where you sit yeah. inside the, the, the little booth. Oh man, that'd be cool. Yeah, so that's gonna be playable. There, those, all of these, but two are available right now for ten dollars each. Okay, so there's Star Trek Elite Force Two, which was a big upgrade in the graphics. Uh, Star Trek Away Team Armada, which will be available later on. Bridge Commander, which you're commander of a bridge. Starfleet Commander Three, which is like a um, simulation RPG thing where where you're doing battles. Mm-hmm. Hidden Evil, and then Armada Two again coming later on. Both the Armada games are real time strategy games. So think of like Starcraft. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Of course, the graphics are real rough, yeah. right? These were 90s games. Here's a picture I'm going to show Jonathan of Tuvok in the game. Oh, that's okay. That's passable. That's just, passable. I can recognize that it's supposed to be Tuvok. Yeah. So those are those are out now, except for the Armada games. Those will be out later this year. I like it. And hey, if anybody really has you know plenty of time and nothing to do and knows how to program games, make new skins for these or remake these games for us so oh, we yeah. can play some. I mean, I know there's, there's Star Trek Online that, you know, I'm sure is fantastic I oh, kevin plays it like crazy whenever yeah. he can i'm afraid to try to because i got no time and that's a major addiction that i wouldn't be able to stop yeah <laughs> all right guys thank you very much for joining us on geek freaks news we will see you guys next week we have another trick piece coming out on friday thank you for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.